It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's it. There's a new member of the Final Four Club. And they hail from Lubbock, Texas. Celebrating in the streets in Lubbock. Wow. Because Texas Tech Monday night will be playing for the national championship. Right? There's two shots of tequila in that. Welcome one, welcome all to the Tortillas and Tanks podcast. You're on once again with your boy. I'll be sure. Um, and Kenzie has really Whoops. started the podcast off in a great way with her two shots of tequila. Uh, because this is the happy half hour with uh, the TNT crew. So uh, you already heard her. The Mr. Girl Power herself, Kenzie Garcia. We also have... The people's champ that is Jeremy Gillen and the producer extraordinaire, Dylan Smythe. Starting with you, Kenzie. Um, what else are you turning up on? Uh, I also have uh, my lemonade vodka and lemonade from last week's episode. But, yeah, this nice strawberry marg. There's apparently two shots of tequila in this. So, uh, wishing myself luck, I guess. Hmm. Guess we'll see. Yeah, this should be interesting by the end of this episode. Um, Dylan, what are, what are you drinking on? I've got a Modelo. I've been at at the pool, out at the pool, so I had to get something in a can, you know. So Modelo, staple in a can. Atta boy. And uh, so I will say he did change it. We we bullied Jeremy into not drinking wine on this episode. So Jeremy, what are you drinking now? They didn't bully me. I just finished it like a man <laughs> and went on to the next one. I have a community uh, community ale from Dallas, I like that Texas. On- normal episodes jeremy's drinking like whiskey or like an old-fashioned but on like the happy hour podcast it's, it's so true it's so true i'm always drinking on this uh because i just have a really good time here and i love to focus in and be professional and what better way to focus in than a bottle of fields of gold i'm so sorry we popping bottles here on bottles, here we go and i talked about it last pod i do like light beer and at corona premiere Funny enough, I don't like Corona, but the Corona Premier, in my opinion, tastes better than regular Corona. What's the difference? It's better than you go on blue, blue it's like sky. It added the word Premier to it. Yeah, it's basically, so you know how they have the Corona Light? So, like, light beer places are now doing this thing where they're like, hey, we should make light beer, like, taste good. 
<laughs> so, oh, what a novel concept. probably try to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like all the all the crappy light beer places have now just added like little, little things to it uh, to make it to the better. Recipe. Like Yangling, so, for example, some for people that ingredients people that don't live in Texas and can actually get Yangling. There's Yangling Light, and they just came out with Yangling Flight like a year ago. And flight oh, tastes stop a yourself. thousand times better. We have Yingling in Texas now. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah. Really? Oh, yes. It was a big deal. They're, they're commercials on all the time. <laughs> I leave and things just get better, huh? I like I like this in Yingling. <laughs> we, do we have to pull up the review? Oh, it's boy, it's just we a well-known fact. <laughs> oh, I guess so. I guess so. Actually, ever since that review, so people that don't know, there is a review from our, back in our ARP days that says the pod would be better without Albie Shore. And I will say, since the review, <laughs> our numbers have gone up. And I do, you know, they have gone up. But you're up. still here. But you're so, still here. But I am still here. You while know, you're listening, really? go ahead and like go, go find that review on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, leave us one. That'd be cool. Honestly, we're still fighting nice back one, from the nice one, preferably. Yeah. yeah. Or but you could just you, keep talking. You know, yeah. I don't have a problem. Actually, I think it'd be even more hilarious if, like, every comment was that the show would be better without I'll Be Sure. Like, I'd be even, like, you know, I'd be even funnier. Like, ten We will ten start of them a spam there. review. Like, five stars. Spam review. Great five podcast, stars still. but mm, I'll <laughs> Be Sure. Yeah. Oh, love this podcast, <laughs> but you know what? It would be a lot better, <laughs> be better. without I'll Be Sure. That's right. And I guess the question is, is that would desserts be better if you ate them before dinner like i personally so what brings this topic up is today i uh i went out got my dinner for me and my lovely wife we got got um some nice cabal arts in town it's like a nice little meat company we got burgers and other meat stuff and i passed by this ice cream place that does rolled ice cream which is delicious and on the way from getting the rolled ice cream i'm like well i got a 15 minute drive home and I don't want this ice cream to melt. So I'm just doing myself a favor by eating this now. And I'm like, why is it a thing where you have to eat dessert after dinner? I'm sure there's some scientific reason or how it makes you fatter if you don't. But like, why? Like, why is it necessary? What does it matter? I don't think there's any science behind it. I don't know why it matters. I don't know about the science of it. It does feel right sometimes. But in that situation, I think, yeah, it's going to melt. Eat it well, did our, were our parents lying to us about it ruining our dinner? What about like sweet versus savory at breakfast? Like you get sweet mm. things like pancakes with whipped cream and strawberry glaze and all this stuff on it, but like that's not frowned upon. See, I don't like sweet things at breakfast. <laughs> I I don't either typically, but if we're talking about dessert after, like that's dessert during technically. So let me so let me just there is a there is a, my understanding there's a history behind this and of course I I'm the guy with the papers that say I oh, studied no. history. Captain um, Culture. I keep I will keep it short. Thank you. Uh so this in my and if I'm getting this right and I nobody will know this um outside of my circles but I think it was back in the early early 1800s Napoleon failed to conquer Russia and Russians followed him back to France and so they ended up in France and Alexander something with a G or a K, uh, he brought what's called service à la Russe to uh, France. And that basically is service in Russian style. And so in like this culinary style is like you bring plates in sequence. So appetizer, soups, main, uh, and then patissier, like dessert. And so like service in the Russian style has stuff bring out in sequence. And so maybe this is like where 
let's bring out dessert at the end because it's supposed to be because that's what the Russians said, which would be the ultimate roundabout uh, Russians do actually rule the world kind of thing. So, you know what? If your parents tell you, listen, kids, if your parents tell you you have to wait to eat your ice cream until after dinner, ask them if they are Soviet uh, sympathizers. Hit them with that. Hit them with that number. That's unbelievable. Get out of here. (laughs) That's a roundabout way to bring it back. I like that. That's unbelievable. I like that. Uh, Half a beer. Oh, oh, mom. Oh, I should eat ice cream after. Hmm. Hmm. Didn't know you were communist. Look at that. I'm gonna call (laughs) President McCarthy, and you're going to jail. You can probably run for Congress now. (laughs) I. I think my IQ is too high. I'm sorry. <laughs> too tall to fly a plane, that, and my IQ is too high for government. Sorry. That's, that's uh, there was a uh, a fun little. Never mind. I won't get into that. But um, yeah, no. It's just I was I was just thinking like why is why is uh yeah why do I have to eat dessert? And you know what? From now on, I'm gonna my kids will be eating their their dinner. I'm like, oh, move over, child. Let me eat my uh, let me eat my cookie real quick. My my cake. But, but you eat that oh, broccoli. You eat that yeah, broccoli. you eat that broccoli. Why? It's gonna ruin your. It's gonna ruin your dinner. Your dessert. Or your your dinner. Not mine. All right, yeah, I'm grown. I don't care about my dinner. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man. Okay, I earned this gut. Okay. <laughs> uh, so is that? Um, you know, other people that have you know other other people I guess that have earned guts is I guess after you get married. Uh, and the question that Kenzie had brought up pre pod was. How what was it? How crazy are weddings supposed to be? Right now, yeah. To, my wedding, to like, go ahead. I was gonna say just to preface, like I saw a TikTok like literally 15 minutes ago, and it was like there were people crowd surfing and like shuffling, and it was just it was out of control. It was out of control. So I'm like, how crazy should weddings be? Also, I just went to a wedding less than a month ago. Shout out my boy Ryan, and. It was pretty. Cr- I mean, we we got we got lit. Him and his mom cranked that Soldier Boy, um, which I actually think I'm willing, I'm ready to say this. I think Crank That Soldier Boy is the song of a generation. It's the it's a song for millennials. Hey, I'm I'm, I'm going to go out there and say it. It is the song for all of us because you cannot tell me that if all all of us are millennials on this podcast, if Crank That Soldier Boy came on, you would not crank that Soldier Boy. I'm sorry, you can't tell me you wouldn't. You know, dang well you're getting you would. some skeptical looks right now from the rest. I don't of know, know if I would, I know that, but I, I know that's definitely know Dylan. how. Yeah, I know that's not from Dylan. He's absolutely <laughs> Dylan's absolutely either cranking that soldier boy, or he's saying, you know, I could, I, mm, I could, which is more, which is more than Dylan usually does. So, but anyways, we cranked that soldier boy. We had a fantastic time, and it was pretty. It was pretty crazy, you know what I'm saying? That's there's there's always that moment where you know the bride and groom grind on each other and then it's uncomfortable for all the old people in the crowd. Um so but then they realize that they're old people in the crowd so they have to stop. I know I did that at my wedding. So um so yeah. I I think I think weddings should be pretty like not so crazy to where like old people are ashamed of you, but still pretty crazy. Well, I feel like there's like a time frame of like okay, it's six o'clock, the reception just started. And then you have dinner, and then it's eight o'clock, and the old people need to be out of there. Old people, kids, it, it's turning into a nightclub. And then, and then it's for the young people. It's for raging, having a good time. Yeah, I mean, it, it, Jeremy brought up a good point about like you know the age group and what's you know when do you stop raging? At what age do you stop raging? 
Yeah, what's the age cutoff for like the the after party? Like once once it gets going, you know, if you're uh, if you can drink fifty, I think it's if you get, or for the old on the old side. Oh, because then old people can stay around. Yeah, no, I mean I think it's your parents, like parents and above. It's time for you Ooh. to leave. That's a I good have cut friends off. that are I have fr- friends that are parents. No, I'm saying your parents. Oh, your parents. Their, yeah. their parents yeah. would be gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then they That's, take your like kids. My par- yeah, like my parents currently are, yes. are about to turn sixty. So 16 above, if you're at a wedding for, I mean, the couple's like 30, 31 or whatever, 16 above, here. it's time for y'all to get out of here. <laughs> Go back to sleep. Yes. Unless, here's an exception, unless you're the cool uncle. Cool uncle can stay, right? Like that's, like you know what it is, that cool single uncle. Is the uncle cool uncle the creepy uncle? Or are they two different The cool different creepy uncles? uncle that never got married and no, they're, those still are two wants different. to dance around. Cool. Cool Young uncle ladies. and creepy uncle, they can be the same person, but usually it's a cool uncle. Like, it's a it's a fine line, I feel, because, like, that cool <laughs> uncle, if he creeps over the creepy uncle, is now the creepy uncle. And I'm sorry, you crossed the line and you can never go back. Um, but, That's true. What about, like, your evil uncle? Like, the one that would, like, kill your father? What? This is, is not a, a novella. <laughs> this is not... <laughs> this is a Lion King. This is a Lion King reference. No. <laughs> Oh my god. I was like, All you're right, gonna need to elaborate on that. Correct that Soldier Boy was a song of a generation. The Lion King was a cinematic masterpiece of a generation. There you go. Yep, that's I was I meant to tie except it together the Lion, like that. Except the Lion King came back and Soldier Boy is still bitching about Oh god, I did it again. Did you know about, the Lion King uh, bleep, bleep about uh who's he so upset with? His beef with Drake. Soldier Boy Drake. is so convinced that Drake stole his uh lyrics. But didn't he steal those? So it sounds nah. like Soldier Boy's still relevant, if you're asking me, Jeremy. So he did come back. He just found a roundabout <laughs> way to stay relevant. That's, <laughs> yes. right, dude's a genius. He's wow. a genius. Exactly. He had he just had a versus with Bow Wow the other day. It was fantastic. Bow Wow's um, still around too. Yeah, uh, man. Come on. The, the rap game is oversaturated. If I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> He's Please tell us like more about NBA your uh, All Star Weekend. Yeah, it's, it's, please tell me more about your uh, uh, your rap takes there, Jeremy. Do you want my rap takes? <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, Do you please have rap takes? On. I listen to rap. Why is that surprising? Why is that surprising, Albert? Would you just? <laughs> would you just? That's tell a whole can of worms we may not have time for. <laughs> Some other I, pods you know. like to talk about this kind of thing. Oh, they like to promote this kind of thing in their polls, but that's not it's no big deal. We can't do it here. That's fine. I mean, we, you can, you know, I, I feel like ten rappers of all time go. I feel like Jimmy would say something. I feel like Jimmy would say something like off the wall, like, "Oh, well, you know, you know, uh, uh, little Yeezy little, stapler, little breezy of of West Virginia. You know, he's really, you know, changing the rap game for the better. I tell you, nobody is coming out of West Virginia. I promise <laughs> you that. Let me tell you something. I found I found a rapper on YouTube from York, Pennsylvania. So I Lord knows Here we go. who uh, West Virginia. <laughs> Rapper, yo, get RVK. Yeah, they probably all, know somebody. Yeah, I was about to say Brandon and Jeremy Phoenix. I guarantee you will know some rappers. I guarantee you they've had rappers. They, Brandon and Jeremy probably interviewed <clears throat> rappers on their podcast. Let's get them uh, on. Shout the out show. to Brandon and Jeremy. They Fit, should come Phoenix. on to the half half happy halftime. What is this called? Happy yeah, halftime. <laughs> happy half hour. Um, happy half. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to the RVK guys, Rappy, Raspy Voice Kids podcast, West Virginia podcast. Make sure to listen to them. Uh, Look, there's two there's two rappers coming to West Virginia, Albie, and they probably Logic. know them, right? DJ Coco Chanel and Will Pan. 
Who? Why does that name sound familiar? Is it, was she is she not the girl from uh um Ridiculousness? That's oh, Chanel shoot. West Coast. Oh, okay. imagine, imagine if Chanel West Coast was from West Virginia. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> um, no, like DJ Coco Chanel was on the. Uh, it works for BE for the BET network. That's crazy. There you go. She when was I rapping. Think of black people, when I think of black people, 16. I think of West Virginia. Do you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not at all. How about? Come on now. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I do not. Um, not at all, actually. Um, I do find it actually funny that the only podcast we have in the network with uh, multiple black people in it is the West Virginia podcast. Um, so I mean, they, hey, they found like each other and just started recording. Yeah, no, that's that is me showing my ignorance, I guess, and uh, you know, I need to be more open. What? Diversity can be. Hit us with the breaking news bulletin. I know, man. I'm I'm always so on it, you know, so keen and so knowledgeable. Am I right, Jeremy? Uh you know, you've never Yep. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) Other people I think that are so keen and knowledgeable. I'm going to really know what they're doing at all times. I think it's a Pac-12 conference. You know, they have such great foresight. Oh, and, uh, I really thought it was going to be an ad read. Yeah, I thought too. it was, no, no, too. No. No, no, no. No. I was like, here it uh, comes, everybody. One of Albert's trademarks transitions. <laughs> no, no, he pulled us all. Transition. He pulled us all. But no, I mean, first of all, the Pac-12 conference... I was being sarcastic for people that didn't understand that they're 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 idiots. I'm sorry. I'm, they're they're idiots. We talked about it what six months ago, or however long ago it was. Whenever uh, Texas and Oklahoma came out and uh, going to the SEC and the Pac-12 was like, oh well, we don't need Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, and whoever. We'll be fine. Was the dumbest thing. I thought they were lying. I assumed that they were lying because I'm like, no, you're y'all are. I cannot believe that y'all are that dumb. You're a dying conference. And you just assume that, oh, we're too far west for anybody to come get us. And like, oh, that's but just, the academics. Yeah, it was, it was just dumb. It was always dumb. A lot yeah. of dumb reasons to not do anything. Yeah, it was, it was always dumb. It was always dumb. And then I heard stuff like, oh, well, USC didn't want to do it. Yeah, you think? Of course USC doesn't want to do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've probably been talking about this move for a while, yeah. Yeah, oh, just such an idiot. And now, and now they're the one. Like now, the Big Twelve sitting back, like, oh, <laughs> we're we're not the 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 leftover eight or whatever they were calling us. Now we're in the advantageous position. Pac twelve schools no, are begging eight. to be let in. You know, it's just oh, the Pac twelve is a bunch of dummies. Uh, what a ridiculous move that we're moving from like these very regionalized conferences that made a lot of sense. And didn't, you know, it, it was not a lot of effort to travel, you know, all these things. And now, you you know, USC and um, who else is going? UCLA. They're like, you know what? <laughs> I love the Midwest. I would love to fly there for all my games. You know, corn is my favorite fruit vegetable that whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. And now what Washington and Oregon are just like, what the hell do we do? What do we do? Oh, poor Pac-12. And then, I that mean, being... can we just appreciate, can we appreciate, sorry, because can we appreciate that this is like 24 hours within hi- Big 12 hiring uh, Brett Yormack? 
And I honestly think this is like the ideal scenario for a character like Yormak. Because if he comes in, it's like, hey, you just got to kind of play the figurehead and just kind of sit in the seat for a bit. I don't feel like that's his vibe. I feel like, hey, everything's falling apart. Can we do something? Is kind of his where he's going to feel like he's going to flourish. I mean, that's all we can do is hope. They didn't uh, (laughs) didn't force uh, Bowlesby to resign just to hire another Bob Bowlesby. Oh, that's true. But how do they go out and get a guy like Brett Yorma? What was that conversation like? You know, what's the polar opposite of Bob Bolsby? That's exactly how that conversation went. No, I think they gave it to the interns. Hey, here's Bob Bolsby's picture. Find the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, go onto the internet. Find the opposite. It's got to have money. Find the opposite. And the intern was like, I've got a. I mean, no, no, no. What you asked? They asked the interns, and they were like, What about Jay Z? They were like, ah, uh, what about the guy who works with Jay-Z? Okay, oh, there we go. What about Jay-Z? Uh, a little less black. Well, there's actually the guy that works with him. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jay-Z? A little less black. Eminem? Hmm, a little. Mm. Uh, no, closer. Macklemore. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Brett Yormark, man. What a what a. Yeah, character. no, I thought it was a great hire. I thought Brett Yormark was a fantastic hire, especially in the NIL age of, like, and you know, getting get some of that entertainment money. Also, well, the main two things now is NIL and TV deals, and I feel like he's best positioned for both. Right, like that's all yeah. he's done in his entire career was get people paid and work TV deals. So, and he's um, photographed with uh, the Gambino family, the mob, the mobster family. This guy, this guy's connected. Y'all know that? He's gangster. <clears throat> Speaking of TV deals, uh, Notre Dame. Did you guys see that Notre Dame's like, okay, now we gotta, we probably need to select a conference at some point. We should do something about this. <clears throat> I, I heard or people saying con- that, but I didn't, I didn't know they had said that. I mean, all For we have right now is speculation. Is this whole thing yeah, really yeah, is course. just a? Uh, but I, I did not realize. And I was looking this up earlier. Um, the Notre Dame is underneath the uh, a grant of rights through like 2035, 2036, where if they leave. Yeah, if they leave, then they forfeit all media rights, which is crazy. So they're a big NBC deal, right? Yeah, I think so. Right, that's who they're with. Mm-hmm. They would, they would have, they would be forfeit from that. That's a, that's nut, that's nuts. Yeah, but, but they could always. Know, does that does left, that matter compared yeah, to like? Oh, if, they, if they left that, they could always like. So let's say <laughs> hypothetically speaking, they left that. They could always like renegotiate a new one. If the it would really just depend on if the Big Ten is willing to let them keep it like the acc has been willing to let them keep it the big 12 obviously would have let them keep it but like yeah big 10 and sec are kind of you know s- swinging right now and so they may not let they may be like hey we're the big bad big 10 right here so we're not gonna let you do something like that well big 10 has their own network right kind of like sec mm-hmm. yeah i swear if I mean, we don't so get the a big 12 network once texas leaves it's like I'll what are we what? doing will the longhorn network stay around with the sec network no i don't think they can Wow! Well, it was also a fail, like one year in, like one yeah, year obviously. in. Obviously, well, ESPN was like, "Oh, we made a terrible mistake." <laughs> like you, you could only watch the national championship game with Vince Young like so many times. <laughs> like most Texas, get some more uh, programming, bro. <laughs> the most Texas expeditions in the new age. Uh, after a year, it's pretty much a failure. <laughs> yeah, like like the sock expedition. Yeah. Um, one thing that's never a failure is home field apparel. Uh, home field, we 
<laughs> they are a sponsor on this pod. Uh, great friends of ours on the pod. They have such comfortable shirts. The other day, so one of my favorite, actually my favorite shirt from Home Field Apparel is the Tortilla Toss shirt. Um, I was asked, so wearing the Tortilla shot, Toss shirt out here in middle of Pennsylvania, um, I was asked what it was, and I had to tell them it's a flying tortilla, and they were like, that is the most awesome shirt I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, yes, I got it from Home Field Apparel. Um, so I'm telling y'all to get it from Home Field Apparel and use our code TAKES12, that's T-A-K-E-S-1-2, to get 15% off your first order and get yourself a flying tortilla toss shirt um, at homefieldapparel.com. So uh, y'all, do y'all think y'all think Big 12 is going to expand, like actually do the smart thing and actually bring teams in? Here, Here's the question that I have. Would you rather prefer to go after the easy regional teams or do like a massive become the big super conference that not even the SEC would be yet in terms of numbers with the Pac-12? Oh, like do a full merger? Right. But so that or, would, or, or like, merger. do you settle for Arizona, Arizona State when you could maybe right. just say we want yeah. Oregon? Yeah. If you so if you did a full merger, like so let's so if you did a full merger and grabbed the other ten teams, right? That gives you that gives you twenty or no twenty two. It gives you 22 teams total if you just grabbed all 10 teams. I think that's a little that's a little much. Um, I, I'm, I'm of the opinion that I think the Arizona schools, if you're going to expand, I think both of them. At first, I've been thinking one, but now I'm kind of on the field where I think both of them would be coming regardless. Um, and then the question of is, if you, do you get Oregon and Washington, or do you get kind of your question? You get Oregon and Washington, or do you get Colorado and Utah? Colorado and Utah are a little bit more regional. Like, Colorado's already been in the Big 12. They're closer. Utah already would have a rivalry with BYU. You know what I mean? Like, do you just grab those ones? Or do you go after two that are, like, that make more money, that are more valuable, bigger brands in Washington and Oregon? Um, and, I, or, man, Oregon's such an enticing team to bring in your conference. Like, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm like, man, or having Oregon in the – like, Oregon does – it does rip away all the problems that like like West Virginia fans have now, where they're like, we don't have a rival, and we're like kind of on an on a glacier by ourselves. But like, man, Oregon in the Big Twelve is that's that's pretty enticing. I don't know why I doubt it happens, but yeah, like I feel like if you if you had a pick, obviously Oregon would probably be the top of that list. I still think Oregon and Washington go to the Big Ten. To be honest, yeah, I, I do think it's going to end up being the four teams. What, what, that we've heard Arizona, Arizona state. I think they're a combo deal. Um, Utah and, um, Colorado. Yeah. That it makes a lot of sense. I wouldn't hold it. I, I, I wouldn't hold it. I think your will try to make a bid for Oregon and Washington just because of that revenue stream. That's his mindset, right? I think it's more, uh, comfortable and a lot more, uh, I think it kind of keeps the strength really tight. If you bring in the force of the schools that we're talking about, just because like you're expanding comfortably in that region, it's very slow paced, right? Uh, what we say, Utah, Colorado, and the Arizonas, because we're going to be absorbing BYU already. So there's the other Utah. And so, you know, you're preserving some kind of regional rivalries there. I mean, Arizona, Arizona State's a big one. Uh, BYU, anytime they've, you know, go against Utah. I mean, you know, any Utah school facing each other is like, freak you were holier and so th- those are those are good those are good uh people to colorado's doing their own thing whatever boulder um but i think i think that's a good way to kind of branch out that way i'm curious okay say oregon and washington do go to the big 10 and we do absorb these four schools like what happens to all the other pac-12 teams are just kind of like sitting out there in the ether of like 
are we G? Are we like the a G Let now? Like, what's going on? A group of whatever. If you're a Washington State, <laughs> if you're a Washington State or Oregon State fan, go ahead and buy Mountain West shirts now. <laughs> well, their brands are just like, not strong enough, right? I mean, they're yeah, just not. Like, aside from like a Stanford, what brand holds up as strong enough to be in another? Yeah, I mean, big I, conference? I feel like Stanford, Stanford, and Cal are the two biggest that are like, man, what's going to happen to us? Cal, I think their only chance, like the only chance they have, and I think it's a very slim one, is the University of California system saying, like, no, UCLA, if you're going to go to the Big Ten, you have to bring Cal with you, and apparently they've already crossed that bridge and that's not going to happen regardless. So like, I think that's the only chance they have because their brand isn't very strong other than the fact that if you throw on the word Berkeley, people realize it's a smart school. Like that's, that's about it. You know, Stanford at least has a brand. Like I think Stanford is legit. I wouldn't mind bringing Stanford in the big 12 to be honest. Yeah. Like they have a legit brand. They're big. They're great in all sport. They're at least decent in all, all sports. Um, you know what I mean? Like, so Stanford, I wouldn't mind bringing the Big Twelve, but like, but even them, though they're not bad in any sport, they're also not great in any revenue making sport, and so like they're not a team that conferences feel like they have to have. It's the same problem that I think like Tech has and Oklahoma State have, to where like when we're looking when we were looking for conferences to go to, it's like yes, every like we're not a deterrent for any Oklahoma State and Texas Tech wasn't a deterrent for any conference, but we also weren't like big enough for any conference to say we must have them. Well, and that was the thing about trying to like combine ourselves with Oklahoma State, right? It's like, let's make this a package deal. You've got the original university and the Xerox university. At least there's a package, you know, um, there's a package here. But it's, you know, going by yourself solo, I think that's so hard. And, you know, talk about schools like Stanford. It's like, I, I who are they going to want to tag along to? First of all, the prestige that they have on their own. Like, who? what's the team that they're going to be like, okay, let's 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 link arms with this person. Be like, hey, it's both of us or nothing. Probably Cal. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, but like, but then like, what's the the only advantage about Stanford and Cal is that they're in the Bay Area, which is a huge market. Um, the other reason why UCLA got to go with UAC was because of the rivalry, right? Everyone's trying to go in pairs. That's the only reason why UCLA is going. But why not take Oregon? You, you know, yeah. why take UCLA? It's because they wanted a package deal. Yeah, it's the same no, idea. Oh, they're so close too. They're so close to each other. Yeah. And then also that's the reason why I think like Oregon and Washington will be a package deal because in Oregon and Washington like I know some people don't realize it but they're also a, still a big brand on the in the West like Washington a lot of great Washington grads like they're still they make actually I was surprised they make so much money um, when I was looking at the Wall Street Journal like the most valuable teams they're top twenty in the country when it comes to value and and, and making money so like Washington I think I don't think t- conferences want Washington by themselves but I think they hold up so much that Washington and Oregon as a package deal makes a lot of sense. You know, but yeah, Washington State, Oregon State. Sorry, guys. Like, y'all, I don't know what to tell you. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't have any chance. I think even if you did, I think one question for the Big Twelve is like, let's say you want to add people, do you go past sixteen? Like, do you go to twenty? Do you go to twenty-four? Like, I think that's you know, people I mean, are why not talk about at that. this point? Yeah, people are starting to talk about the SEC and Big Ten moving towards this twenty to twenty-four team model. You know. I'm not saying overshoot and get there first, but I'm saying like, you know, put yourself in a position where, you know, adding a couple more teams gets you there. You're not having to add like eight teams. You can add, you know, um, four teams. It's a little bit, it's a little easier to digest. You're like, hey, we're adding a whole conference to this, to our conference so that we can keep up with these other conferences because that's what matters now. I'm scared about Big Easting it though. Remember when the Big East fucking two years like decided, hey, any school that doesn't have a home, please come here. And they had yes. like a million teams, and 
it just didn't work. Like that's what I'm worried about. Like adding too many teams, and then you know, and then I, you know, and then it's just a situation where you just feel like the new Big East. I feel yeah. like there are other leagues that are in a worse position than the Big 12 that will probably be forced to do something like that. I think the Mountain West, like we talked about, is going to get some scraps. Um, but I don't think the Big 12 is really in a position where we're going to take... I, I, I kind of consider Arizona State to maybe be scraps, but I think they're tied to Arizona. Oh, so. Oh, sorry. No, actually, my I think bad. it's the it's yeah. school you're talking <laughs> no. about there. So, <laughs> speaking bad. about value, no, Dylan, speaking about value, so I thought Arizona was more valuable than Arizona State, too. I did. I thought Arizona was like the flagship school of the state, yada, yada, yada. But apparently, Arizona State's way more valuable than Arizona. Oh. Like, it's actually not even close. And I was surprised right. to find that out, too. Yeah, and it's a lot to do with football. Arizona State, historically, has been a better football program than Arizona has. Um and they're not bad in basketball. They're not bad in, in – in, well, I don't, I don't really know how good they are in women's basketball, but they're not, not bad in baseball. So I think that helped. But, yeah, no, Arizona State's actually – that's the school in Arizona when it comes to – at least in football. Um, and they make, a, they make more money than Arizona. So I, I did find that surprising, but that is, it is what it is. So, I, uh, but, no, it's, it's interesting. It's glad to know that we are – the Big 12 is now – can be the, um, the Sharks instead of Shark Food. Um, and go out and, and get better. Um, I don't feel. I do wonder, like, when do conferences start like kicking teams out? <laughs> like uh, this. Here we go, man. This is why I've always been in favor of a promotion and relegation system. Oh god, <laughs> that's gonna ruffle it's, some feathers. I agree oh, with you, god. though. I agree no. with you, yes. but <laughs> no, it will ruffle feathers. No, it's Albert not claims the, to be a fan of soccer, and he's like, "Oh, pro no, relegation sucks." No, no, because it's not the American way. No, pro rel works part great in Europe and in way. other countries. It does not work in the U.S. It what is the number one the factor that keeps it from working in uh, the U.S. Because in your opinion, people don't care enough. I'll tell you. So, uh, soccer is a great example. So, uh, so MLS. If MLS had pro rel. For so for people who don't know, in soccer worldwide. And I'll use the uh, British Premier League, for example. There are 20 teams in the Premier League. The bottom three teams get relegated to the lower league, the the, the championship. Um, and the top three leagues in the championship get promoted to the Premier League, right? And so on and so forth through different leagues. And that's the way it is in almost every uh, league in Europe and, and around the world. The reason why it doesn't work in the M- – it wouldn't work in the MLS is because ML- it's not smart business to have – the new North Dakota Eskimos get promoted to the MLS and let the Chicago Fire get relegated down. Like, it's not good. Nobody business. goes to their games. Who cares? Yeah, even less fire. people. But at least with Chicago, you can sell a package of okay. The Chicago, we can sell the fact that the Chicago has an MLS team. People are gonna watch it. Yada yada yada. Right? If in the championship, nobody's watching that. It gets less valuable. MLS doesn't want because think about there was one year where MLS would have had to relegate Chicago. DC in Houston. So you're relegating three of your top seven markets Be to better. a lower league <laughs> to bring up. No, I just wouldn't. And but the thing about I it is in the, in the U.S. in the U.S. owners wouldn't get better. They just give up. Here's like, the, that's thing. the thing. It's just different. Here's the thing. We have Division One football as a whole. We have a ton of conferences. We've got like why not like access to these? You say kicking kicking people out of conferences because they're getting too big. Why not have a system where we can have good teams? Like, remember when TCU was rocking the Mountain West? Now they're in the Big 12. Okay, that's kind of a promotion. So, okay, so if, if for us, for the Big 12, what? So we'd be relegated to the American Athletic Conference? 
I, you know, I, we so don't this, get into the nitty gritty of it now, but <laughs> so so if we did that. So this year, I'm just saying there's, year, a, there's a motive. There's a, there's an incentive there. Yeah. So this past year, well, who were the bottom? Let's say the bottom two teams were I were Kansas, <laughs> and who was was Texas ninth? Who's ninth? For oh, for what? Imagine for the Big Twelve. For football, yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Who was ninth? Uh, who was Texas? Just say it's Texas for the sake of the argument. Let's just say it's yeah. Texas because that'd it be hilarious. Texas. They might as well have been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, so case, so Kansas and Texas get relegated, um, and then for the American Athletic, Cincinnati and Houston get promoted because <laughs> that's what the two teams would have been. It would have been Cincinnati and Houston. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I guess that wouldn't be too terrible. That's what's about oh to happen. Oh my anyway. god! It is a three-way tie between Texas Tech, TCU, and Kansas. So Texas is there. But so is TCU and Texas Tech. Oh, for 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 uh, bottom to last. Ninth. Yeah. For ninth. Well, Texas Tech had a better overall record, so we Te- break the so tiebreaker there. So TCU Texas. So yeah. TCU and Texas. Ignore the head to head. Um, yeah. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. Ignore, Get ignore out that. Here. Ignore that. Um, <laughs> hey man, that 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 don't matter. It's the end that matters. <laughs> so, but like we made I just game. I just think that I feel like in in the U.S. that just wouldn't work the same way. Like teams, people are more likely to just give up than like. It's like betting on futures. I think that it's something you just have to rip the Band-Aid off and be like, hey, this is what it's going to be. Just get over it. I do think the only sport that pro-rel could work in is football because we care about football enough to not let it die. Similar to like around the world. But like no other sport would it work. No. But I think Maybe that's how the USFL can survive. Pro-rel. Well, <laughs> Our USFL sucks. And that's to our <laughs> next subject. That's that USFL sucks. Can I just, can I just it's just it budding. There? It's budding. Oh my god, it sucks so it's much. <laughs> it's so, and it's weird because XFL was good football. I can't explain it. It was. USFL sucks so much. The logos um, are trash. The players are worse. It just why bother. So, anyways, we're getting to the end of our uh, happy half hour here. We did have a couple more talk, but, topics, but we're going to get to them next time. Uh, a couple of those topics, so make sure to be on the next episode. Um, is it concerning that doctors call what they do practice? And uh, why do Airbnbs suck so much nowadays? Um, so those are those are coming to the topics we will be talking about next week, but we're going to push them off to next week because we're already past the half hour, and uh, if this pod goes any longer... Uh, Dylan will have a heart attack. So, uh, Dylan, anything else you want to say to the people? We are about six minutes over, everybody. That's what I want to tell the people. Big yawn at 30, 34 minutes. You might have to edit that one out. <laughs> See, Dylan's blood pressure is already rising. Uh, Jeremy, anything else you want to say to the people? No. Uh, actually, that's not true. Um, football's coming up. We have a really cool schedule with guest podcasts of new big 12 teams and previews coming like we're going to be doing our annual preview every team and then preview texas tech offense and defense going to be some cool stuff and we will still do the happy half hour uh in the midweek we're going to try and do guests for those podcasts bring on some some people from other other schools and stuff cool right on well we don't know anything about these teams we've got to bring other people (laughs) tell us about their crappy teams smarter people than us out there (laughs) A couple of them. Y'all can it takes real Dylan genius not, to acknowledge that. Dylan, Dylan does not pay attention in the company meetings. Um, Kenzie, anything else you want to say to people? 
Uh, Airbnbs are an absolute sham. I wish that podcast could be two hours long because I could talk about it that long. But I'll condense it into like eight minutes for the sake of Dylan's sanity. <laughs> uh, Airbnbs do in fact suck. Um, but yeah, no, it's, this is always a good time. I've already cranked out two Corona premieres during this episode and I'm uh, halfway through my third. Um, and this won't be my last one for the night. So I hope everyone here is having a great time on the Tortillas and Takes. Happy half hour. And as always, stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.